Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Good to be with you on a Falls McWednesday. How you doing out there? Everybody all right? Feeling good? Enjoying these mornings, aren't you? Woo, buddy. Every morning. Walk outside, smile on my face. It's that time of year. Hockey's upon us. Got the second half of the college football season well into the throes of professional football. The NBA launched last night. Postseason baseball. Sweet Jesus. We're rolling on Big River, baby. I had no idea that the NBA launched last night until I, I woke up this morning. I checked the, the trade, so to speak, and I saw that the Warriors beat the Lakers. They sure oh, did. Yeah. that game counted? Yeah, okay. yeah right. it, was not a, it was not a throwaway, buddy. It was a real game. Yeah, this is... You're just a sports lover. You're just a fan of uh, of great competition in all the leagues, and you get to sit down now and really partake in all of them. Hockey, baseball, basketball, NFL, college football, forget about it. I was mildly surprised that Canley Jansen was able to skate through that ninth inning last night because it was 93, and a lot of it was over the middle. Had a lot of plate. Seemed to have some movement um, because nobody could touch it. I, it looked like straight heat to me. Maybe it's because they're all afraid of that curveball, which is nasty. But. Yeah, he's got that in the slider. You know, my my heart goes out to Braves fans because I think we know what we saw last night. Oh, you think that we saw the end of the series? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. I mean, that, of all things, I mean, that guy hit a buck 30 this year. My man hit a buck 30 this mm-hmm. year out, out here sucking ass all <laughs> year long in an embarrassment. And then he hops on top of a fastball in his eyes. When did you turn into a Braves fan? You sound like it's a personal affront. Oh, I don't care. I, I, I just that's baseball being really cruel. That's dumb. I mean, come on. Well, he had the big hit last series. You know, it's that's, just he's so, feeling good. It's just so cruel. And I feel for Corey. That's really what it is. I mean, and I've got a couple of other good friends, dear friends that are Braves fans, and I'm like, they've outplayed the Dodgers. This entire series, and that game is that game's won. That game's won, and that dude who has couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat for the entire season gets on top of that pitch, which is at his eyes. It's not a bad pitch, and hits it out. And I went, they're gonna lose. It's crazy because I've been there. We've all been there with our teams. Like you recognize the moment, and Bryce had a game last night. By the way, shout out. I'm not doing this for, uh, uh, it's not a humble brag. I didn't, re- this is how silly I am. Bryce's team last night played a great game. 
against a team that they hadn't beaten yet, and um, and so they were really geared up for this game. And so I go um, I go to the game, and uh, I this whole time I had no idea. Uh, David Ross's son is on Bryce's team, and they play together. They're friends. And I A, didn't know that. I, I don't know why. It didn't occur to me. And then David's not been around because he's doing Chicago Cubs things, but he was at the game, and we talked last night, and we were hanging out. And it was it, it does occur to me occasionally that it's awfully fun to be sitting there talking baseball with the manager of the Chicago Cubs. It's just weird. This is a humble brag. No, no, it's kind of neat, though. But – the game was so much fun. It was compelling. Uh, game time run scored in the final inning and all that stuff. So my youngest. Did you tell Rossi about the manager that you uh, that ran a foul last season? Did you tell him about that guy? Which manager that ran a foul? Uh, the manager of the Little League team. You know? Oh, no, no, I didn't bring you that didn't up. You didn't tell no, him no, that story? No, 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 no You should have told him. No. Uh, I, this is cool. I feel better about the way that I go about sort of parenting Bryce as a, as a player because I asked him, I said, yeah, my son, you know, he's pretty good, but he doesn't care. You know, what do you do? He goes, oh, my son doesn't care either. I'm like, well, do, you, do you ever get on him? He's like, nah, nah, I don't really care. I was like, all right, good. I feel better. I feel so much better because if he's not getting on him as a major, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, good. But we were laughing at the, at the guys who do, you know, because you could see them and you, they're very into it and all that. Um, the, the, the point is we were, talking baseball and we're talking about the the cruelty of baseball and then it happens we get home from that game and bryce was saying what were you talking to mr ross about and i said oh we were just talking about baseball and we sat down he's eating dinner i put on the braves dodgers and we're watching that game and we're and so is clark and we're all watch and i realized this is the first time just as a viewer that they've ever been exposed to the cruelest of the cruelest games and that is baseball they don't care who wins necessarily either. They know their dad roots for the Pirates. They never see the Pirates win, so they're used to that. But they know that Mr. Corey is a huge Braves fan, and they know my buddy Kobe's a huge Braves Well, listen, we live in Tallahassee. There's a lot of Braves fans. The kids they go to school with are Braves fans and all that. Yeah, tough day for them. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not all broken up. So so Bryce is sitting there eating, and it's 5-2, to two, and he goes, well, this is over. They're going to be up three games to none. I said, well, I'm glad that you're in the company of us and not in front of Braves fans because they don't believe that right now. But, yeah, it looks like they're going to be up three games to none. And then it all happens. So the walk happens, and then the hit, and you're like, oh, man, I can feel this. This is getting uncomfortable. It's much worse when it's your team, of course. Yeah, it even felt like the Turner out, you know, is like, all right, that just stems the momentum. It didn't kill the momentum. Right. That's yeah. how you know. That's how you know that you're battling a, a Goliath. When when one out doesn't feel positive, it that, feels neutral. Yeah, that gorilla gets on your back, man. You just can sense it. And you're, I'm watching that thing happen, and I'm like, this is not good. This this is no good. We've, we've got a problem here. And you you know what? You, you liken it, Tom, and you do this a lot, and I think it's a good analogy. It's uh, well, We've done it sometimes with Florida State in the first half, a bad first half of basketball. You just got to get to halftime. You mm-hmm. just got to get – can we get out off oh. the court? We just got to get to halftime. Get to a TV timeout. You know, I'm looking at the clock, and it's yeah. it's 10.42, and there's a whistle, and this, this under eight is never going to get there. I'm like, good God, can we just get to the under eight, please? Correct. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, they have just got to get out of this inning. Um Jackson's got to get out of this inning. He can't get out of this inning and, because uh, Matzik was unhittable. He was unhittable. I think you almost were like, just leave him in. They're not. They're not even seeing the ball off of him. 
So then, anyhow, you get the, uh, the the Bellinger home run, and it happens. And he has to be sitting dead red. He has to be sitting up. There's no chance to get on top of that ball. He's been awful all year long. And as soon as it comes off his bat, <laughs> Bryce laughs. I go, oh, no. They just lost the series. And Bryce goes, no, they didn't. That is, first of all, it's tied. Secondly, it's the eighth inning. Third, they're up two games to none. I go, oh, son, you have much to learn. It's over. Braves fans know. Right now, they know. They just saw the moment the ball left the yard. They just lost the series. Uh, series isn't over. Oh, it's over, know. Tom. It's well, a, they could win a game between now and game seven, throw over. Morton out there. It's possible. No, it really is, though. I know it is, and that's logic talking. But you know it and yeah. I know it that baseball announced to the world last night that the Braves are about to have their testicles squeezed in a most uncomfortable <laughs> manner. Not about to. That just happened. Not about to. That just happened. The second Jackson <laughs> gave up four hits, four earned, four runs in a third of an inning with a three-run lead. They lost the series. If they do lose the series, <laughs> that will be the moment that they lost the series. But, you know, oh you still got to have hope, right? Isn't that right, Atlanta? Come on. I don't think they have hope. I, I think that I, today, I don't know. They're up 2-1. to one. Braves fans on the chat, you can bring it up if you want. Uh, do you think you have hope? Because last night when that happened, and then, of course, you knew Mookie Betts was going to get a hit. When he came up with the, I mean, come on. I'm like, oh. And then he put him out of their misery pretty quickly because it was a uh, first pitch, get you some in the alley. But yeah. as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. And Bryce, was, he was almost angry with me. He's like, what are you, what are you talking about? It's over. It's, it's, it's not over, Dad. What are you, they get all this. I'm like, no, it, it's over. You can call this a day. They're not coming back to win. I, I almost call it a comeback to win the series. They're coming back from 2-1 <laughs> They're up? They're coming back from two games to one up. If they come back from that most crippling kick to the cojones, it will be very unbrave-like. It will also be a, probably a really good moment for the franchise because they'll feel like they've exorcised the demons to some extent. I mean, it's just, woof. But they won't have because you still need to clear the, the World Series hurdle. you got to play the trash bangers, but it if, looks like. But if you, well, I don't know. I, I still think Boston's going to win that series. You do? Uh, Houston's all banged up. That was uh, yeah, that was a weird game, too, by the way. Would you have uh, so, yeah. Would you have rung him up? I mean. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I don't know why no. the umpire motion. Oh, he's, that's it. So Laz missed in excess of 22 calls last night. I mean, even in the grace area of mm. balls and strikes. And mm. it was all in the left-handed batter's box. Yeah. That side of the plate. Robot umpires, man. When are we going to do this? Because 22, I mean, you're talking about, what, close to 8% of the game? Something like that? That's a lot. That's a lot That's of pitches. That's a lot of Even misses. if it's 5%. Yeah, it's a lot of misses. It was all to that one side. I, I'm all for this. You know, sometimes a, a guy gives you a little bit of leeway on a certain oh, no, no, half no, of the plate, whatever. I'm okay with that, yeah. But I'm, I'd rather have robot umps so we can stop with this nonsense. Do you know the relief we're going to feel when we know what a strike is? Do you know the relief that we're going to feel as a baseball-watching society when it's just, that's over? It's a striker, it isn't? I, I can't wait for it. It's always a talking point. Well, it's and a it shame. And it rightfully is. It's a shame. Get, I, that felt a little... 1-1 um, one, one pitches that go the wrong way because an umpire can't see an obvious call. It changes the entirety of the at-bat. Of it course could, it does. It could change an inning. could change a series. Changes the game. You could decide, I'm sitting red. It's 2-1. and one. He's got to come to me. Yes, I get it. 
No, I, well, and I was bothered by that too. But I mean, I I hate the trash bangers, so I can't root for them. And I was like, okay, well, listen, I need Boston to go ahead and get this done. And then that happened. I was like, mm, yeah, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But that, ooh, that Braves situation. I wanted to hug Braves fans. I did. I've been on the wrong end of uh, those crushing moments. It's amazing how heartfelt you are with that market now. It's almost like we're expanding to Atlanta or it's something. It's just less. It's just more about baseball, the cruelty of baseball, and I actually, in a weird way, seeing it happen to somebody else. I don't know. It, it was maybe I've steeled myself when it happens to my team. I'm just kind of like, okay, I know how you are, baseball. I'm here for this. Come on, come on. I'm a grown ass man. I've been through lots of pain. You can't hurt me. But when I see it happen to others, I'm like, oh. Damn, man, that's tough. I got to tell you, my jaw hit the seat of my car yesterday when I heard on headlines I was driving around town that they didn't stay. Oh, are you kidding kidding me? me. I felt, I mean. In uh, some ways, Corey has invited this sort of thing. That's unbelievable. I can't believe it. I can't. That was stunning. I thought you all were kidding. I thought he was kidding when he told me off the air. I went, you son of a bitch. I couldn't (laughs) fathom it. What are you doing? Did he really say that? I just asked the director. Yes, he yeah. really said that. I couldn't believe. I'm like, what is wrong with you? That one hurt, man. That one hurt me because I remember saying on the air on Monday, "I'm glad he got to see that," and Brady got yeah. to see that. Yeah, no, they didn't get oh. to see any of it. They were oh. driving home. They got to hear to it. Ben Ingram on the Braves Radio well, Network, which is good. Which we both admit is good. Well, that's a drive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then I hope they turned the TV off last night. I hope they assumed victory and turned it off last night so that they didn't have to see that because seeing that means it's over. Oh, he's never going back. Well, if, I, he, if he saw that. I mean, that was just crazy. That game was over. The 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 LA fans, you saw the shot of the uh outfield where they're all yep. driving out to hit the 405 to get out of there. You're like, "Mhm. Fair weather asses leaving here and then Bam. I Bam. believe the comeback in the eighth inning was due to leaving <laughs> Truist Park early. I think that started a whole I, new yeah, cycle. You can blame Corey for that. I think so. Anyhow, Braves fans, you have my condolences. I know you lost the series last night, and it's tough to, to watch it play out that way. But uh, maybe next year. It's a good team. You'll have Acuna back next year. Acuna back next year. He'll be, he'll be in that lineup. You'll have an opportunity. <laughs> Just one game, one <laughs> you, moment. You're talking like they're down three to two. They're up two to one. It's funny. Because it, it feels right. Well, it, you know, it's the second they took the lead, I went, forget about it. We're done here. This is over. They just lost the series in that moment. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. I kind of checked out for half a second there, and it just popped back in. I don't know what happened there. Sorry about that on the War Chant TV feed if you're watching. We're good. 
We're good now. We out here. <laughs> That's another thing, by the way. Soon we're going to have to talk about Florida State baseball. Oh, yeah. Man, it was disappointing to see the Biloxi and or... Uh, yeah, we didn't get that. Yeah, We didn't get what we cool, wanted man. there. Uh, it's very frustrating. Uh, quick NFL note. Where does Key- Case Keenan play football? Uh, Cleveland. Ah, oh, damn. You saw the article already? No, I did not see the article. You just knew that? Yeah. Stefanski. Stefanski likes him. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's not playing this week. Oh, he said that there was no doubt about it. He was going to play, so yep. he was told to stand down. Well, he's got a torn labrum. He's not throwing at all. He's uh, but That's just an off shoulder, but nope, they told him, uh, you're not going to play. So Case Keenum gets the start. Are you warming up to the idea that the Arizona Cardinals might be the best team in football? I'm still not warming up to the idea that Kyler Murray's an NFL quarterback, but I mean, you know, they just keep doing it. Good one, right? They just keep going. That's an offense that's multifaceted. It was really aggressive and smart of them to go get Zach Ertz when Max Mm -hmm. Williams got hurt. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if we're on the precipice of December and they've got like one loss, all right, you've got to give it to them. Uh, We were talking about this on the Scuttlebucks podcast. Next Thursday night, a week from tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you've got Green Bay and the Cardinals. Great game. That's a really good game, and it's got implications for the NFC balance of power. So, Bucks are five and one. Packers are five and one. Cowboys are five and one. Touchdown, Cowboys. Cardinals are six and zero. Oh. Rams are five and one. We are in for a whale of a run in this second half of the season when it gets here. Yeah. Um, it felt like there was a two or three team race at most in the NFC, and now you've got yeah the, the three that we knew. Which were Green Bay, if everything was right with Rodgers. Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. Right, and now these other two contenders in Dallas and Arizona. All right, it's a loaded uh, little playoff picture. Yeah, there. we got nobody else because it's not Washington, it's not Philadelphia, and it's not the Giants, 2-4, and 2-4, and 1-5. and five. It's not the Vikings, wildly inconsistent, 3-3. Three and three. Certainly not the Bears, 3-3, three and three, and the poor Lions are 0-6. Oh Boy, did my mom guess wrong on that one. Um, so there's that. It's not the Saints at 3-2, and two, not real good. It's not the Panthers at 3-3, three and three, fading fast. Losers of three straight. That was a fraud. They were a fugazi. Uh, Falcons at two and three. Nope, not any good. Yeah, San Francisco might be able to rise up. We'll see. They've lost three straight. They're okay. They got to figure out who their quarterback is and just call it a day. Yeah, it's definitely not the Seahawks. Man, speaking of which, Russell Wilson gets crazier by the day. What did he do now? He did a mock huddle. Uh, there was nobody else there. He did this like he was all for the cameras trying to be seen. He did this. <laughs> he's insane. We knew he was goofy, but do you remember way back when? Oh, I, and, it's, and it's funny to say now because yeah. it's a Gruden's quarterback camp. All right, interesting. I'm sure, there was subtext after the some quarterbacks left the room. Clearly. <laughs> Or he was hammering out an email. Did when you he see was... what Brady, uh, what's his face said? Um, Brady Hoke? No, the sorry quarterback from Notre Dame. That's Brady Quinn. Under, yeah, Brady. Did you see what he said about Gruden's quarterback camp? No. When he went to do the Gruden show where they sat down, the first off camera, the first picture Gruden showed him was all these cheerleaders on his computer. Oh, really? It's <laughs> <was> like, man, <laughs> we're going to learn some pretty I'll cheap. bet you see a lot of that, Brady, <laughs> don't you? Hey, Brady, before we get started, yeah, he pulls that You don't up. mind me saying you're not a bad-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. What do you think about that, Brady? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sit down. Let's go. Um, yeah, well, with Russell, it was, well, he's, we all knew about the talent. But remember I, when they interviewed him, I said, there's something, when he gets in front of the camera, he has this, like, 
expression in his eyes where he stares off in the distance and it feels kind of like the 900 Club. I didn't know it would be right. I didn't know that he'd be nuts like that. He channels it well for 60 minutes on the football field. He's an exceptional player. But he's got that starry-eyed look where you're like, man. Yeah, he. How do you see the world and your place in it? Um, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> he has said a lot of weird things in the last however many years that you and I have had a lot of fun. God fun spoke of. to him. Oh yeah, he talked, verbally yes. heard him in his ear and cares that he wins football games. But apparently not right now. God must have stopped caring that he wins. Football I wonder games. if God used the green dot system and he spoke through the radio. Ah. Uh, as in through a coach? Through the headset, or, or if he just, you know, <laughs> like normal, like somebody was standing next to you. Hey, Russell, that wasn't God. That was your offensive coordinator. It was a hell of a play call. Got to give him credit, but he wasn't God. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the OC said, I put you in this position for a reason, Russell. Mm-hmm. You're on this earth to, to deal with this adversity. Thank you, God. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's but he, he's... Cuckoo. Would that affect you trading for him? No, no. Because he's a really good player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I asked the question because there is the scenario by which Philadelphia is in. So this is very difficult. Philadelphia and their GM uh, up against it. They know damn well at this point, probably definitively so, Jalen Hurts can't play. All right. So we're, 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 we're getting needed to a, more evidence. We're, we're getting to a place where Jalen Hurts can't play, which we first guessed. They needed more evidence. Yeah, They've yeah. considered that additional yeah. evidence. All right. And I think, yes, I think they to, realize the white smoke is coming out. Right. So they're like, damn it, he can't play. And as a GM, you don't get many chances to start over. You don't get another opportunity to screw up the quarterback draft. So now, this upcoming draft, and we're a long ways out does not feature anybody that the Eagles would want to take at quarterback for as early as they're going to pick. I mean, the Eagles are pretty terrible. What do we think they're going to finish, 4-12, 5-11? Yeah, that's about right. All right, so they're going to have a high draft choice, and there's nobody coming out that is this can't-miss prospect that people feel like. That would be 4-13, and 5-12. Got to get used to that. Yeah, got to get used to that. You're right. So so now this is not a good year in the draft for quarterbacks. Sorry, it's the 700 club, not the 900 club. Proceed. (laughs) I don't know. So, okay. Now, there's nobody coming out that you like that you're going to pick at 7th overall or 5th overall or 3rd overall. You can't keep living life this way with Jalen Hurts, so we we got to move on, which means we hit free agency or we trade. The Eagles have stockpiled a gazillion picks. Most recently with Hurts, mm-hmm, they got even more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now they have all this draft capital where they can say, okay, well, we got to go get a guy because we can't just – I mean, it's not like Philadelphia is a forgiving market. They're going to want some wins here real soon. So now I've got these draft picks, and I can go after Sean Watson if things have died down. Mm, I don't know. Well, I don't know either, but Philly does love a winner. They may ignore some of the -the off-the-field stuff as long as he's not going to prison. And he is, from a talent standpoint, probably your best option, right? From a talent standpoint. Yeah, he won't tug at the heartstrings. (laughs) Now, all right, so there's Deshaun. You could then maybe make an offer for, I I mean, it is said Miami is starting to come to the realization that Tua is not the guy either, but then I would I don't want Tua. So it's not the draft. It's not Sean Watson. Who are you going after? Who? You're not going to get Rodgers. He's well, not going to go to Philly. So I was just about to present to you Aaron yeah. Rodgers would yeah. be an option. You have to give the world over to Green Bay to get him, but you have the world, so you could. And here's the other thing. If you're Philadelphia, you have to concede 
basically your franchise to him, whatever he wants, because he's a petulant child. So whatever he wants, he's going to have to have. The other problem is it's not a roster ready to win. So even if you bring him in, you don't really have good players, so yeah. you can't win right away. So what do you do? What do you, You're screwed. It's just a bad situation. You draft the best players available, and then you hope next year you can strike it big in free agency, or uh, I don't know. It's a very it's a very tough situation to be in. Maybe you draft three or four good players this upcoming year, and, and you're still bad enough because you don't have a quarterback. You roll Jalen Hurts out there again next year, and then you secure yourself a top-five pick in a better market. Could be. Uh, what you said about Aaron Rodgers would be true about Russell Wilson, though. If you want to trade for Russell, you're conceding that everything that he wants, he's going to get. Period. Has to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you are. I do know that, Rafferty. I got lazy. I couldn't remember uh, the 110, so I just said the 405 is a bland reference because that's the giant highway that everybody's on, usually bumper-to-bumper in Los Angeles. But you are correct, and thank you for the 10 bucks, my brother. I'll give it back to you when you come visit. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchia TV. Let me tell you about a place. Got any rando, like, USF football games tonight? You know, they always stick them on a Wednesday when nobody's watching. I mean, I think Maction might be on at this point, right? Doesn't it usually mean uh, when you, once you get to the halfway point of the season that you've got football every night of the week? I was, yeah, I uh, I was hoping that we had a little something something on a on a Wednesday, um, maybe maybe a game. Yes, we got Coastal Carolina App State. Actually, good game. Ooh, there we go. I really want to catch a game at Appy State. I've what been to, a gorgeous-looking campus that is. Been to Boone, North Carolina, and that uh, campus many times, Tom. It's And? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Disappointing. No, uh, the aerial shots make App State look breathtakingly beautiful. Uh, now, Boone, in and of itself, quaint, lovely little town. Uh, I told you I lost my keys there in the snow. That's a that's oh a, that's when you job the guy and you uh, didn't have any that, money to give him that's, that's that, right that's right that's we're not gonna bring that story up again um, but he got taken care of he got paid later on uh, it did yeah yeah that's one I did right the Tennessee one I didn't do right that's when I just raced off after he fixed the belt okay that was a different one. so there were multiple well that was yeah. it was a, a a time in my life I'm not proud of where in which money was scarce. <laughs> And desperation was at an all-time high. So you were calling the nine hundred club too much. <laughs> so no money, desperation, fear, freezing cold, scared. Yeah, not a good time. Uh, but it, the boon is, and it, I'm sure it's developed into a, a even nicer place than when I was there. Uh, Twenty a burgeoning years. metropolis. I don't know about that. Anyhow. App State's fine. It's fine. It's it's a lovely little place. Boone, North Carolina. I used to go skiing up there. Uh, all, you know all that all that good stuff. Uh, but for our purposes, not only do we have a Wednesday game at Kid Brewer Stadium, Tom. Oh, well, Kid Brewer. I action. guess Kid Brewer is still kicking, or else it'd be Kid Brewer Memorial. Yeah, Kid Brewer Stadium in beautiful Boone, North Carolina, where it is currently sixty-two degrees and sunny. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, it's a nice day. Nice day in Boone. Uh, lest we forget, Chase Bryce is your uh, starting quarterback coming into this game. Boy, what a career for Chase Bryce. We're going to start out at Clemson. We're going to make our way to Duke. We're going to suck the high heaven at Duke to the point where we have to leave 
Duke. It's been a good hour. We've got to leave Duke. We got to leave. We got to go Clemson, Duke. I mean, good God, Appy. That's a toughie. Yeah, but here's his moment. Moment Upset. in the sun against undefeated That's Coastal Carolina. Right, the Fighting Coastals. Here That's we right. go. Coastal Carolina, six and zero in the Sun Belt. App State one and six and zero overall. Two and zero in the Sun Belt. One and one for App State. Big game, huge game, biggest game in the Sun Belt this year, buddy. And many many games. This is the biggest. Yeah, biggest. It's uh, tonight. Beats the hell out of tomorrow's game because tomorrow's game, which I get excited this time of year for Thursday night. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for Tulane and SMU. I feel like Thursday uh, night football in the last three or four years has just uh, fallen off a cliff. There used to be at least two or three a season where you go, oh my God, that game's on a Thursday? Well, half the time it was me bitching about the fact that we were being asked to play on a Thursday night game and we didn't have the cojones to say, no, I won't do it. Now every week we go, oh my God, that's the Thursday game? We're not some slappy organization that, uh, I caught myself, we're not some slappy organization in which uh, you can just tell us we have to play on a Thursday night. That's the way it was, though. We were forever out there. Hung out to dry on a Thursday night. Did you know, and you know what a uh, fetish I have for stadium oh names? My. Stadium names. All right. What's the stadium in Lawrence, Kansas, where Oklahoma, and by the way, if you're wondering for a hell to the nah team of the week, it's going to be Kansas. All right. What do you think that number is? The, uh, who they got? Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Uh, who found their quarterback? 49 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 38 and a half. You better take Oklahoma and All right, give, yeah, give, yeah, give. absolutely. That's you, right. You and know, they will. Yeah. You know that stadium? You know it uh you know you know the name of it there in Kansas? Um let's go with uh Jayhawk Memorial. Well the ring you got Memorial, right? I wanted to bring this up, buddy, because you just got done correctly noting that the dude at App State, uh Kid Brewer, uh must be alive or else it would be Kid Brewer Memorial Stadium. Uh, David Booth, on the other hand, is not alive. Okay, because it is the David Booth Memorial Stadium in Kansas. That's just not a good name. David yeah. Booth sounds nefarious for a lot. I mean, you can well, see the obvious reasons in American history, but I think David Booth sounds like uh, he stole money from an investment firm or from people for years and years and years. But he was quite the contributor to Kansas, so they hoisted him up there anyhow. Uh, not unlike what we have with the indoor practice facility for Florida State. <laughs> Would you rather have your name on Kansas football stadium or Boston College's basketball gym? Uh, Boston College's basketball gym. I don't want my name on a stadium. However, that picture of me on the rug made from Tajikistan would be front and center on the 50 if I donated $50 million. Do we have the apricots or are we going to lose to UMass because we're cursed? I know. I, I, I'm thinking of a good time to do the apricot, apricots, excuse me, on the... Um, We're going back to apricots now? It okay. is apricots. Right. I right. kept I don't know why I said apricots. Yeah, it's apricots. No, it's more pretentious sounding. Apricots is? Apricots. Apricots sounds like it's slang, like you don't know how to say apricots. Oh, it's a, I'm enjoying my I'm apricots. I'm enjoying the apricots. <laughs> uh, so anyhow... You get the sunrise in the front lawn or sunset? You west facing, east facing? What you got? I am west facing. So you get the sunset? Yeah. That's the time. It's beautiful. A little sunset with the apricots. That's the time to do it? Yeah. All right. All right. Might even get a little silhouette action if you film it, right? Oh, I want to be backlit, though. Oh. <laughs> 
Do we have anything to give away? I think we do. We do. We do indeed. Today is Wednesday. You've got the internal timer of a mm. Casio watch. I knew. <laughs> now, if you tell me, you know the joke. I could have kept going. That's just a little inside for those of us that love ourselves from Albert Brooks and Rip Torn. It's time to give it away. Which Witch Wicked Wednesday is here. On Wednesdays, the Wicked is just $5. So when we give you this Wicked, don't use it today. Just a friendly reminder. Five, che- uh, five meats. Five cheeses would be something, wouldn't it? I mean, my goodness gracious. I almost said five I've cheeses. I've heard of four cheese, but yeah. five cheese, that's a... Five meats, three cheeses, five bucks. Tallahassee listeners and viewers only. You're out of luck if you're watching us from Sheboygan, as I like to say. If you are there, you you, you get no such... I was in that neck of the woods. Sheboygan? Yeah. Kohler's right hey! next to Sheboygan. <laughs> 386-8255. 386-TALK. only. That's my cue to call. Caller four it is. Apricots, go! I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Business owners, stop putting off a roof renovation because it's, quote, too expensive. Under the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, you can deduct up to $1 million on your income taxes as an expense without the cost of your property to be depreciated. Uh, this reform includes improvements that are made to your commercial roofing called T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction at 766-1340. Or get a free quote today at tsparkconstruction.com. That's uh, 766-1340, or you can get a free quote today, tsparkconstruction.com. I'm not kidding. Every day when I'm setting up things on the second floor, I'm looking at the first floor version of the roof, and I'm saying, it's it's about that time. (laughs) Looking forward to getting the roof cleaned off, and it's going to feel good. It's going to feel good. I didn't have to get on a ladder and kill myself. No, at your house, you would kill yourself if you got on that roof. So Uh, we uh, had the... It's uh, impossible. And the inspector come in for our fireplace when we first moved in, and he said, now this is uh, actually one that I have to use a harness for. You've got yeah. the percentage grade yeah. on your roof that's yeah, a little bit dangerous. It says death. Yeah, that's right. That's what it says right yeah. there when you look at it, yeah. Most death. At least you don't have to wait long, Braves fans. Uh, you'll find out if, in fact, that feeling, that suspicion I had upon watching the home run um, – Leave the Yard by Bellinger indeed means the end of the Braves because you guys are back at it again tonight, as are the Astros and the Red Sox here coming up. And that means what, Tom? It means it's time for Probables, as brought to you from our friends, North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFloridaPayroll.com. It's time for how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Well, this should be good. Here we go. Strohs, Red Sox, Fenway Park today, 5.08 p.m. So coming up, happy hour baseball. you damn right. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. What we do right there. I got a little lawn mowing to do today, Tom. I got to race home and mow the lawn so that I have time. 
or that I get done in time. Have a nice cold beer as I sit mm. down to watch Frambois Valdez and Chris Sale. Sounds like a special Wednesday. Very good. It's a Balls McWednesday. Yeah, Woohoo! Braves, Dodgers. Braves are kind of, eh, we don't know. We got shook. We're a little shook. TBD going against uh, Julio Furious. And that is a look at those that shall reside of the world. Also, by the way, uh, no matter what happens in this game, since we know that it can't end today, Braves or Dodgers uh, will be playing, uh, no matter what happens today, tomorrow as well. There we go. On a Redemption Thursday, you get that 8 o'clock at night, and that offsets that sorry-ass game between Tulane and whomever I mentioned earlier today. Yeah, but you can also watch Case Keenum take on the Broncos on <laughs> Thursday night football. Yeah. It's not doing it for you? No. I don't know. Doesn't feel right. Okay. It would have been, I mean, eh. No. No? No, I don't like no. the game. Okay. I'm going to be watching Braves-Dodgers. Uh, it's a lot of orange on that field tomorrow night. Yeah, too much orange. Too much orange. You know what I didn't know? I found this out yesterday talking to Ira. Uh, and this is good to have the inside scoop. So you saw those ghastly uniforms that Florida wore against LSU, which means they deserve to lose that game. Well, mm. I would have rooted for them to lose the game anyhow, but they were hideous uniforms. You saw it orange on orange? Yeah, I did. You can't do that. Especially not when you have others in the closet. Like, you've got a white... Didn't they do that in the 80s? Didn't Emma Smith wear those? Occasionally. It's just not what you do. But when they wear the white on white with the blue and just the orange trimming, you're like, okay, that works. You can do that. That's that's all right. Blue pants, white shirt. White pants, blue shirt. All of that looks fine. It looks fine. It does. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm very serious about uniforms. I don't let my bias get in the way when I'm talking about uniforms. Yeah. If you've got a good uniform, I'll tell you you got a good uniform. Florida occasionally has really good uniforms, but the orange on orange is the very worst thing they can do. It looks hideous. It's just wrong. Anyhow. Well, it also signals the rotten core that is their program. But. And it's rotting from the inside. You can't see it just yet, but every once in a while, that orange, it really shows. Here's what I didn't know and that I learned, and I think it's fascinating. Steve Spurrier hated the orange. And he was the one who came in and said, we're not doing this. This orange on, all this orange looks ridiculous. We look like clowns. We need to be wearing white and blue, blue and white, with a little bit of orange here and there. And he's right, by the way. uh, He often is, but he was really right about that. So Ira suspects that nobody hates Dan Mullen more than Steve Spurrier, (laughs) and that it will not take long, especially if he stumbles yet again. Like, let's say Georgia blows Florida out. Distinct possibility. Mm. If Georgia blows, he thinks our friend Mouthy Steve Spurrier will have something to say about it, primarily because of two things. Nobody hates Georgia more than Steve Spurrier, and the orange that Dan Mullen has them wearing (laughs) consistently, which pisses him off. That's funny. That is funny, but that's I interesting. I love how petty that is. That's interesting to me because Steve was fine with donning the orange pants all the time. Occasionally. All the time. I think he'd let players vote, but they never went orange on orange that I can remember. No, 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 no. no. I mean, that's just ridiculous. But they, they didn't deviate from the orange helmets. Was it well, just that you, can, yeah, you didn't have different helmets back in those days? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to deal with that. I actually, I mean, I mean, while we're debating. But I remember when they broke up the orange pants, I think it was 14, I think. That was the Terrence Smith interception return game. Dalvin Cook saving uh, James Bacon there. It was James' worst game at Doak. But I, I thought they broke them out, uh, the orange pants, for that game, on, and it had been years. Yeah, we hadn't seen it in a long time. Well, I prefer remember, them to wear that because I don't like them. Well, remember, right, 
I mean, Nike does dictate terms about a lot of things. So there's probably times yeah. in which no coach has any say whatsoever in which you're going to wear this. And I know that as yeah. long as they're all Nike products. But if, you know what? It's Jordan brand. So if you were Michael Jordan and you saw that, would you be like, hey, you take my logo off of that? That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they pay Mike enough to shut up, too. I mean, they pay Mike enough to stand down, sir. I mean, you, if he <laughs> yeah. called Nike and said no more orange on orange in Gainesville, I think they'd say, all right, fine. You put my logo on that. He, he might be uh, powerful enough to do that. I've often wondered who, specifically who, has the power as an individual. That's how transcendent they are as a, as a brand and as a talent and as an icon to say uh, to a company like Nike, who pays them very handsomely, obviously, uh, no, I don't want that. Don't Get rid of that. Let's not do that. I would think Mike... <laughs> would be a oh, number easily. one on the list. You could just call Phil, Tiger. Uh, probably still Tiger. Probably. Here's what's crazy: so Tiger obviously wasn't ever present in Wisconsin for the Ryder Cup. He no. would have been a vice captain or at least somebody, right. you know, right. to yeah. rile up the crowd. The Tiger Woods line was there with Ryder Cup gear, Ryder Cup licensed gear. Isn't that interesting? And it was flying off the shelves. So Tiger still very much could walk up to Nike and be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Not allowed. So he was making at one point twenty million dollars a year early on. Uh, then he lost a lot of money, obviously because of the um, situation. <laughs> lost some money there. Lost about half. Well, he did lose half to Elon. What's she doing these days, other than loving her life? Um, it's a hell of a thing to inherit, or dare I say earn $500 million to... What's Elon doing right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So, yeah, I'm going back to these numbers where he was making well over $20 million. Then he was making, yeah, he made $47 million. I mean, good God, man. Yeah, but if he's like, I don't like that shade of red, that's not that's not good enough. We're going to have to send something else. Give me a little, something, uh, a little closer to uh, Stanford. They would do it. Immediately, they'd mail that. It'd be ready. Who else? We've named two. Anybody else? Did Derek Jeter have the power? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, well, baseball didn't have the Nike contract, so I don't know how it would, you know. But he was sponsored. Until he was yeah, done. Until yeah, yeah. he was done with them. I, I'm just, I'm curious what it would be. Uh, how many guys have ever had the power? They, they were that transcendent to be able to tell Nike, I'm not wearing this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think even currently, doesn't Rory have a Nike sponsorship? I don't think he could tell Nike anything. I think he could. No. No. He could tell I'm not going with the highlighter pink this year. Thank you very much. I don't know, man. I think those golfers are beholden to whatever the hell. I mean, it, not named Tiger Woods, because I'll tell you, every time... I mean, you see some of these outfits Brooks Kepka and these guys are wearing. You're like, dude, what yeah. are we doing here? Brooks is on level two with Nike. You notice that when he wears something, it's usually, I'm trying to think of the other guy who might be wearing, maybe Tommy Fleetwood is wearing the same thing as Brooks. and I mean, maybe, they all maybe Jason look Day. Yeah. Jason Day oh, is well. wearing the same thing. But Rory doesn't wear what those guys are wearing. So I think Rory has think transcended. He's got, a, he's got a little higher yeah, up. Yeah, I think he does. But I don't think he's reached that level where you could just tell people, I'm not wearing this. I'm just not wearing it. And they're like, uh, sir, we pay you $40 million a year. You're going to wear that zebra shirt if I want you to. Right. I mean, I, you know, 
Clearly, Brooks can't because he's well, wearing he wears clown outfits all the time. Right, it's like camo floral. It's just ridiculous, and the hats they make him wear. I'm always, mm-hmm. what are you? Do- is this an experiment? It what, is. I mean, what are we doing? Yes, it is very much so. He is uh, the lab animal. You know, by the way, if I were Jordan Speed, now he should be powerful enough to tell Under Armour. Under Armour, I'm not wearing that. I look like an ass. I'm not wearing that. You, I, I'm Jordan Speed. You're Under Armour. Nobody cares about you. You're lucky you have me. I'm going to wear this red Under Armour shirt. You haven't on. been relevant since Ray Lewis. <laughs> there are some guys who rock other brands that do have more power because they're, you know. Right. If Ricky Fowler wanted to tell Puma. Puma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same with Bryson. He could. Bryson's big. Well, although Puma would probably tell Bryson to have a good day at this <laughs> point. Like, yeah. For cause? Please. please. Yeah. But yeah, Ricky probably could. Ricky's happy to wear whatever ugly ass stuff he wants to wear anyhow. But I just... Half the time I see Jordan Speed, I'm like, what are you doing, man? You could tell them I'm not doing that. That looks, I look like a buffoon. Don't do it. He already, I mean, for somebody who apparently is a, quite a good athlete, he's a good basketball player, yeah. he doesn't look, he looks very much like a golfer, like a pro golfer. The smoothest looking joker on the course year in and year out is Adam Scott with yeah. polo. Mm-hmm. That's just sweet. Good work out of you. Good work, Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great night. Enjoy the baseball and the football. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Having really fast internet matters, but when there are four, five, even six things connected to my Wi-Fi at the same time, it's the Wi-Fi speed that I pay attention to. Enter Xfinity. They offer Wi-Fi speeds over a gig, the fastest Wi-Fi you can get, and that's a big deal. Because maybe you're a gamer, or a streamer, or a video chatterer. Or maybe you're like me and you have a big home studio that sucks up some serious bandwidth. Whatever your case may be, you need Wi-Fi that can keep up with your lifestyle and all of your devices that come with it. You need Xfinity because Xfinity knows that fast Wi-Fi makes everything better. Now through October 31st, ask how to get a special offer of $300 back when you get gig speed internet or get started with up to 50 Mbps download speed for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Click, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and compatible gateway. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Offer requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 10-31-21. New performance starter internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply.